Oh, shit. You take the good, you take the bad, you take them both, and there you have the facts of life. The facts of life. There's a time you gotta go and show you grow, and now you know about the facts of life. The facts of life. Alright everybody, welcome to Unscripted Unlimited. I am your host this evening, Doug Hummer, and joined of course by my brother Daniel. Howdy. And Sharon's here of course as always in case we get something wrong. Hello. Uh, And we might have somebody else uh, joining us in a little bit. Karen may be joining us. Uh, But tonight we are doing a TV sitcom tier list. Uh, we did one of these a couple of years ago, and we decided we're just going to scratch that because that was in the infancy of this show, and we're just going to do it all over again. So, uh, but first, let's talk a little Big Brother. Let's do it. All right. We're down to the final four. We are. Uh, the final four is Taylor, Monty, Alyssa, or no, Alyssa's gone. Taylor, Monty, Turner, and Brittany. Yes. Alyssa got voted out. Yes. Uh, Alyssa's very salty at Turner. Uh, still. And um, right now, uh, Turner, Ma, or Taylor's the HOH. Spoiler alert, Monty won the veto. Turner and Brittany are up on the block. Yeah. Uh, Brittany's most likely going home this week. Turner made one of the worst final five decisions I've ever seen. And Taylor and Monty are in a showman. So the game for final four, it's one of the, and for the game kind of being decided right now. And we know what, we know what the final three is going to be, but because Monty's probably going to take Turner, but for some reason it's still interesting because there's still a couple variables that could happen. Turner could still, win this thing at final three if they do keep him, which I think Monty will. I don't think Monty's going to cut Turner. I don't think he's going to keep Brittany because everyone's kind of rubbed the wrong way by Brittany. So I think if Turner wins final three, he's taking Monty. And if Monty or Taylor win, they either take each other or they cut their significant other, which is going to be incredible television. So Right. There's still a couple things that can happen. It's pretty interesting for this late in the game. I think right now, and I was listening to or watching, I saw it on YouTube, uh, Derek and Cody on the Winner's Circle. Yes. And uh, they were pretty much saying, they're pretty confident they know who's going to win Big Brother. They're both picking Taylor. Really? Yeah. And uh, Cody actually said something pretty interesting because, you know, one of the big uh, storylines right now is the fact that Terrence is, uh, you know, stuck in a hotel because yeah. he had a, a fight with Michael as soon as Michael got in the jury, and Terrence did, uh, and they told Terrence they said because they made Indy apologize for something that Indy had incorrectly said, and Indy apologized. 
they wanted Terrence to apologize to Michael, and Terrence said he's not interested. Yeah. So they said, all right, you're going to a hotel until finale night. Well, Cody was saying that once it gets to, like, a certain number, you have to stay in a hotel anyway. Yeah, like a couple days before, but. Well, he thinks that Alyssa's not even head, heading the jury. Well, she, because she got cut from the final five, I think she's the last one that goes to jury. And then when they do that uh, round table that Dr. Prostate used to host. Yeah, then they all go to hotels. Yeah. Oh, really? I never knew that. Yeah. Yeah. But first of all, how would either of those two know when they haven't been a part of the process ever? They both made it to final two the first time, and then Cody won the second time. So none of them, they neither of them. I mean, maybe from they they they've more than likely been told. But yeah, but Cause, they uh, weren't actually there. So yeah, well, they know because I'm sure because uh, Donnie and uh, Donnie and Cody are friends. Okay. And I think Donnie even talked about it when Cody interviewed him. Okay. But I've heard that too from like Brittany yeah. and stuff. And plus, also too. Uh, Tiffany's also part of the winner's circle. Yeah. All right. And she had to go to jury last year, so she probably. Yeah. Now, I know they don't spend very long there, but Alyssa and Kyle at least have a week. Yeah. No, I don't think uh, they get moved to a hotel till probably, I would say it would more than likely happen next Thursday. Yeah. Because uh, more than likely what's going to happen is. Oh, well, it's Mary. <laughs> In two weeks? Uh, finale is a week from tomorrow. It's in eight oh. days. Okay. So, like, because what will happen, see, because they usually spend the night in the hotel anyway. Because they can't do the pressers from the jury house. Because, you know, you have to do all these interviews and shit uh, after you get evicted. They, may, they have them do it in the hotel. So they have them spend the night in the hotel, and then they had the jury Friday morning. Yeah. So, uh, this has been one of the best modern seasons in history, and if Taylor wins, I think it'll probably put that stamp on it to where it seems almost too good to be true. Uh, but we could also get maybe Monty wins and cuts her and becomes the biggest villain of all time. Who knows? Or maybe she does a boss move and cuts him and takes turns. Which is what Cody's thinking. Uh, that's what she should do. That would be crazy. Cody's thinking, he's like, that. He his words were, that woman has ice water in her veins. Like, she will cut his ass, especially if she remembers that he had a lot to do with her mistreatment earlier in the season. Right. Yeah. Well, she, a lot of that she doesn't know, though, you know? A lot of it was behind closed doors. She's only been told select information. I think she's going to get out and watch some stuff and not feel she's very not, nice. She's not going to talk to a lot of those people anymore. I mean, she might, but she might just be like, holy shit. It was worse than I fucking thought. So, I don't know. It could go either way right now. There's still some interesting variables in the game. I think, uh, you know, Taylor, if she doesn't win, she's win America's favorite player. So. Yeah. And what's also funny, too, about the winner's circle is after – because they interviewed Terrence last week, right? Yeah. And uh, Derek said that Terrence was a nice guy. He said, oh, he seems like a nice guy and all that. People commented on the YouTube video, and 
inform Derek that he's a stupid son of a bitch. Yeah, I mean. Uh, he's just like, watch the feeds, you stupid motherfucker. Who said that? A, a lot of people, not necessarily saying that, but yeah, saying pretty much saying like something like that, like a more PG version of that. Yeah. Watch the feeds. He's not a, like he's a piece of piece of shit and all that. <laughs> and he's like, uh, and then so Derek started to apologize, and Cody's like, don't apologize for having an opinion. He goes, yes, you're wrong, but don't give in just because people are telling you how to feel. Is Terrence a good person in this game? No. Is he like that in real life? We don't know. Yeah. Or that's what Cody said to Derek, because Derek's just like, look, I was wrong. Because people were like, people wanted Derek's head on a silver platter. Because they're just like, how can you defend, how can you say that this guy is a nice person after everything he's done to Taylor? Which Derek and Cody don't watch the live feeds. That's what they hired Tiffany for the show for. Oh, really? Because Tiffany watches the live feeds. Because they don't have time. But, and I understand that. I mean, they're, they're both, uh, you know, probably busy guys. But I was going to say, isn't Derek still on the force? No, he's retired. But uh, I'm pretty sure. But... You don't really – they don't have the full story, so it's really hard to – they should at least do a Google search or hear some of the stuff because not watching the feed – especially if you're, like, reporting on this stuff. I mean, I under I understand. They, their shows are not about the live feeds. When they do a show, it's about the, uh, the, the eviction episode. episode. Yeah. And then they do the, uh, the interview uh, – they do the interview after with the people, and they just go by what they see on the show. They've asked Tiffany <clears throat> to help them uh, with the interviews because Tiffany watches the live feeds. And Tiffany said, you're going to fire me if I do these. Yeah. Because I'm not going to have anything nice to say to half these people. Yeah. Uh, she likes the gig. I just don't think the edited show gives you enough lately. I mean, it, it does, but uh, you kind of need context around some of the stuff you see. Right. But I, I understand. All right, let's move on. Okay. Uh, do we want to give ratings for this? or? or uh, I mean, this or? will be quick. Brittany's a zero because she's going home. Turner, I give a five because I don't know if he makes it out of the final three. Uh, Taylor, I give about a seven because she could be in better position because Brittany's leaving, so that hurts her game, and Turner could win. So, And Monty, I give an eight because both the people that's going in the final three are going to take him. Right. Win, so. uh, I'll, go, likely, I'll go Brittany zero. I'll, I'll say Turner. He could possibly pull one out, so I'll say six. Yeah. Taylor, I would say nine because, like, if – the way Derek and Cody were describing it, if the final HOH is the way they describe it, because they think Taylor's winning that final HOH. So I'll say she's at a nine right now, but I'll also say Monty's at a nine. Yeah. Because I think both of it, it they're going to be, I think, in the final two, unless Turner can somehow pull out a win. That would have been but Brittany, Brittany is screwed. She toast. Yeah. yeah, she had a good game for playing as sloppy as she did. She lasted pretty long. So, two vetoes and two vetoes with Michael, two vetoes, vetoes on her own. 
So uh, she she played an all right game. You know? She just got caught up in some stuff, and she's kind of run out of the social, uh, you know, love and of the house and people liking her to really make any moves anymore. Right. So she's just kind of a sitting duck waiting to get evicted, unfortunately. I mean, she tried. Like, she tried to make a big move yeah. when she voted to evict Taylor. Yeah. Unfortunately, Turner made a – I mean, I I know there's a lot of people that are happy with the decision because they want to see Taylor win the game. But for Turner's game, it's terrible. And also, too, you got to remember, he lost a jury vote. Well, yeah, because, I mean, Alyssa's going to take Turner if she wins in the final three. Taylor ain't taking Turner. And yeah. she'll tell him that to his face. He he got rid of a loyal number for him. And and then also his goodbye message. Later, dude. Yeah. It's like, you should be like, I'm so sorry. I was kind of forced to do this. Yeah. You know, I didn't want to. Not later, bitch. <laughs> uh, so, all right. Let's go. Uh, let's move on to why we're here, or why I say we're here. Uh, TV sitcom tier list. Now, we're starting from scratch, and here's the tiers. Gold, exceptional, okay, barely watchable, and garbage. Uh, so TV sitcoms are kind of like, I think they're kind of a lost art, because you really don't see a lot of them nowadays. Yeah. There's still a couple around, but... Yeah. Uh, but, uh, all right, so the one we're going to start with, we're going to start with the one whose theme song opened up our uh, our broadcast, The Facts of Life. Okay. I'd probably go mediocre. So you just say okay? Yeah. All right, so... Uh, it had a 10-season run. Or no, it had a 9-season run, I'm sorry. Went from 79 to 88. It was going to go 10 seasons. George Clooney made his name on there. Yes, he did. I think he came in like 7th or 8th season. Uh, and what's funny is that after at the beginning of season se- or at the beginning of season 8, I'm sorry, uh, Charlotte Ray, who played Edna Garrett, left the show because there was other stuff she wanted to do. So Cloris Leachman took over. And Sharon had made mention last week that once somebody leaves, at, once a main character leaves the program, you're pretty much like the show's pretty much done. Yeah. Well, this show went two more seasons and was going to go another season. They had it locked in for a 10 because the ratings were still high. But Nancy McKeon, who played Joe, and Mindy Cohen, who played uh, Natalie, uh, quit. They're like, there's not much more we can do. So uh, that's when they decided, okay, you know, we're, we'll, we'll go ahead and we'll cancel the show. Cause it would have been hard, I think, to replace the two of them. And there wasn't really much else that they could do with that show. No. It'd go nine years it's one of the longest reigning sitcoms of the eighties. Yeah. So uh it went for a long ass time. Yeah. 
So I'm going to say, I'm not going to say it was gold, but I'm going to say it was exceptional. All right. So. Put it in exceptional then. Okay. All right, my turn. Go ahead. Saved by the Bell. With Zach Morris. The biggest piece of shit character <laughs> in television history. There was like a internet show for a while, like Zach Morris is a scumbag or something like that. I think it was Zach Morris is trash. Yeah. Because somebody actually, somebody actually, like you showed it to me. Yeah. And then like somebody else actually said it too. Like Zach Morris is trash. And it's just like, yeah, he is. Yeah, he is. Like he's just, uh, his character, he was the conniving punk. He was the protagonist of that show. Yeah, he was the protagonist, but he was also really good at being an antagonist. Yeah. Not there. Uh, he, yeah. I like Zach more. Well, I mean, I thought he was cool when I used to watch it as a kid, but now I can see why he's a fucking piece. But, I mean, I thought the show was fun. You had fun, a quirky cast of characters and Screech. and Yeah. Uh, I mean, it got a reboot. Yeah, I didn't watch it. But for some boys, young boys, some of the girls in there were pretty cute. Yeah. And Zach and Kelly were kind of... They were America's sweethearts for a while. Yeah. And that's where Mario Lopez got his start. I'd put it in good. You mean exceptional? No. There's, let's make a good category, too. I already wrote it. <laughs> Write it again. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I, I, I can agree with that. I mean, I did like the show. Uh, uh, and, like, they did have some really good episodes. They did have some really good episodes. Yeah. And Mr. Belding, I thought, was fucking hilarious. He was the best part. Yeah. Because he was stupid. <laughs> but uh, he was, like, he always seemed to be, like, a good father figure for everybody, too. Yeah. All right. Next up, we uh, let's do uh, let's do Big Bang Theory. Big Bang. Yeah. Gold. Yeah, it ran twelve years, twelve seasons. It was probably, I mean, it was the number one uh, sitcom in America for probably that entire. Almost the entire run, I would believe. Only rivaled by two and a half men. But I think by the time Big Bang started, two and a half men started to suck. Right. Big Bang Theory, I mean, it brought a lot of stuff into the forefront. It brought kind of nerd culture to sitcoms. Yeah. And geek culture and... uh, you know, Sheldon's one of the best characters of all time, so. Great show. Yeah. I would definitely say Gold, too. Howard and Raj were great. Uh, for Raj. Yeah. And uh, that's where, uh, I mean, Kaylee Kuko. 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 It's a Penny. Penny killed it. Yeah. And, uh. She, like, became a star off that show. I mean, they all did. They were getting paid a million an episode. 
I think in syndication they still make that much money. Okay. Well, they still get paid in syndication. It still makes like a million an episode. That's crazy. Well, and also, too, another thing you got to – another thing people should remember is that syndication a lot of times – people still do watch the stuff in syndication. Right. Like, there's still shows out there that – like, even, like, you know, TV land. Obviously, that's considered syndication, except for, like, the original show. Right. Uh, and, um, like, you have, like, the... the... I got it on here. Okay. Focus on it. All right. Uh, so, um... Like TV land, that's syndication. You can almost consider Nick at Night to be syndication. Right. Well, when Nick at Night was at its peak. Uh, and then, of course, you know, you have like uh, My Network 17 or Philadelphia Network 17 or whatever the fuck that channel called. 17 or whatever. My 17 or. Yeah, you're thinking of Me TV, whatever it is. Well, yeah. Well, and Me TV, that's another one too. Uh, but there's like so many channels that have like the. You know, different sitcoms on there, whether it be new ones like the Goldbergs and Big Bang and Modern Family and Synapse Men and all that, all that stuff, or you know, Me TV or TV Land that have some of the older ones. Right. Right. So, uh, like with those particular channels, like in syndication, if the ratings are still good, because they still go by the TV ratings. Yeah. So. And I've noticed this before because uh, Hallmark, for the longest time, uh, well, Hallmark, they run sitcoms and stuff. Like, they have Golden Girls, they have Cheers, they have Frasier, they have I Love Lucy, I think, was on there. Uh, back years ago, actually, when I first moved down here, Home Improvement was actually on the, uh, was slated to be on Hallmark. Oh, really? It was, like, afternoons from, like, 1 to 4. I, which is actually not a good spot in the afternoon because everybody's at work, except for people that are just moving to a new state and looking for a job. But, uh, like, so it didn't do well, so it lasted a month, and then they just replaced it like, with a bunch of romantic, shitty movies. But, like, so, but Big Bang Theory still does so well in syndication that they're on, like, they're on TBS. They're on my network 17 and all that. And there's probably a couple of other stations too. Uh, to where they're still generating that money. Yeah. Right. No, Big Bang Theory is gold for sure. Yeah. All right. My turn. Modern Family. Good show. It, it was a really good show of... First of all, Ed O'Neill is the patriarch of the family. To me, he's always he's always going to be uh, Al Bundy. Yeah. But he did a really good job in, in this show, and it went 11 years. It probably should have got cut off at like nine. Yeah. But you got to see the kids grow up. You got to see Haley have, a, have two kids of her own. 
She had two. I think she had three. Oh, well. Who'd she end up with, that Dylan guy? Yeah. Uh, and then towards the end, Mitch and Cam actually adopted another baby. Oh, okay. Uh, and what was funny was that Lily is just like, yeah, I, I agree, you guys should do this, but remember, you guys are getting old. Like, I'm just starting to become, I'm getting into my provocative teenage years. I don't want to take over for you. <laughs> and uh, Mitch is just like, well, we're not that old. And Cam's just like, well, I mean, we are headed towards 50. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but no, it was funny. I, I really enjoyed, like, I, I enjoyed uh, Cam even though he got annoying towards, like, the later seasons. Right. But he was hilarious. I always thought Jay just being, like, he had his moments of being, like, that heartwarming, loving father. Right. Uh, and Phil was just fucking hilarious because he was so stupid, but he was so fucking cool. Is that the dad? That was the, uh, that was the dumpy dad, yeah. Yeah, I liked him a lot. Tyler, or uh, his name, Ty Burrell? Yeah. Yeah. He's a good actor. And, you know, and always, you know, and the guy that played his father, Fred Willard, uh, yeah. you know, he was really good. And then, of course, you know, he actually passed away. I think it was, was it the pandemic season. It was either season 10 or season 11, but they, uh, because he, he knew he didn't have a lot of time left. So they killed him off on the show. Oh, really? Yeah. And then he actually passed away like a week after his character died. Oh wow! So where would we put him? I just I'd say exceptional. That's fair. All right. What do you got? Uh, one you're probably not going to know a lot about. What is it? Empty Nest. It's a spinoff to the Golden Girls. That's your shit. Yeah, so the Golden Girls. Talk about it. Okay, Empty Nest. I, I kind of re- referenced it, uh, you know, a lot last week because it's in my sitcom lineup. If I ever started a sitcom network. Oh, my guy from Soaps in there, Richard Mulligan. Yeah, yeah. I like him. Yeah, he played the uh, title character, Doctor Harry Weston. Uh, and what's actually funny about this show is that it started. Because he was dating Sophia, and, and they were neighbors. Sophia, the mother, the old lady. I th- he was he, or no, I don't or no, he wasn't dating her, but they were like really good friends. Okay. He he dated one of the girls. I can't remember which one, but which golden girl, Doug? I can't remember which one, but I know him and Sophia were like really close. Yeah. So anyway, so they started in '88, and Golden Girls were still running like strong. They were still top 10 in the in the Nielsen ratings. Uh, and, and by the way, it, it, Saturday night time slot, too. Which Saturday nights are not necessarily a good night for sitcoms because nobody's home. Right. But, you know, from 85 to 90, 92, apparently everybody made sure they were home by 9 o'clock on Saturday night so they could watch the fucking Golden Girls. It's funny. Uh, but Empty Nest, actually, when they came, when they came around, they actually debuted in like, in, uh, in the top 10, too. I think they were ranked like number seven. Really? Yeah. 
NBC, and it also helped that they were on NBC because NBC for the longest time, you know, probably from, you know, because Family Ties was also another one that and we'll get that out a little bit later on. But Family Ties and Golden Girls and Empty Nest, uh, along with several other shows, including the Cosby Show, they were such a huge hit for that network that they were that that network was like the number one network as far as uh, situation comedies are concerned. And with Empty Nest, it was funny because, all right, so the premise was Dr. Harry Weston lived in Florida. Uh, he was a, a pediatrician. And uh, he basically, his two, two of his three daughters came to live with him. And uh, his daughter, Barbara, and his daughter, uh, Carol. And um, they... You know, came to live with him because he's a, he's a widower, and uh, they had their neighbor Charlie. And basically, it was he's running this practitioner and Park Overall, who uh, I'd never even really heard. I know she did a guest spot on Reba once, but uh, she played his uh, his uh, receptionist. I think her name was Loretta, and she she was pretty quirky. Was she? Yeah. But then uh, Barbara left, I think, at the beginning of season five, and the youngest daughter, whose name I can't remember off the top of my fucking head, uh, came in, and she was there for a season. And then at the beginning of season six, which, by the way, Empty Nest lasted seven seasons. At the beginning of season six, the other... Oh, Emily was her name. Uh daughter Emily left at the beginning of season six and then uh, Sophia actually because Golden Girls had just ended Sophia came in as a uh, main character of the show and then uh, Marsha Warfield who was uh, Roz on Night Court Night Court had just ended so she came in as a character really? yeah so, uh, I mean, seven seasons is a pretty good run, huh? Yeah. I mean, a lot of shows nowadays would kill to get seven seasons. So, where would we put it? I'm not going to say gold, but I'll say exceptional. Okay. Just because it was actually one of my favorite shows. Was it? Yeah. Yeah. Richard Mulligan, I think, was a very underrated uh leading uh, leading character the character of harry weston was very uh underrated and of course you can't forget the dog dreyfus who was huge really and dreyfus even did a couple of guest spots in the golden girls <laughs> there was one episode where sophia actually watched him for the weekend and she thought she lost him so she went to the pet store to get another one that looked exactly like dreyfus and then uh blanche said to her he goes are you sure Dreyfus is lost? I'm absolutely positive. And she goes, okay, Dorothy, or, okay, Sophia, then why is he right here? <laughs> and then he couldn't figure out which one, she couldn't figure out which one was which. So Rose is just like, all right, I know what to do. She goes, it's an oldie, but a goodie. Like this might work. She goes, come here, Dreyfus. And then <laughs> and Sophia just looked like, why the hell didn't I think of that? <laughs> 
Uh, Exceptional? Yes. Okay. My turn. You ready? Yeah. Drum roll. Coach. Oh, it's another one of my favorites. Ah, nine years this yeah. season ran. Jerry, Jerry Van Dyke is in it, and so is Craig T. Nelson. Craig T. Nelson played uh, Coach Hayden Fox. Yes. Uh, Jerry Van Dyke played Luther Van Dam, uh, the assistant coach and somebody who uh, loves to eat, always had a sandwich in it or, or any kind of food in his hand. Uh and then you had Bill Fagerbake as uh, Dauber. Da- as Dauber, yeah. And then Kelly Fox. Yeah, Kelly was the name of Hayden's daughter, yeah. Yeah. And then uh, Christine was the uh, girlfriend, later turned into a wife. And he was the, uh, he was the head coach of the Minnesota State Golden Gophers. Until season eight, and then in season eight, he moved to Orlando and uh, coached a pro football team called the Orlando Breakers. That's crazy. Did he ever do anything in the NFL? No. That would have been cool. Yeah. Uh, So he was – so he did that. And then uh, Catherine Hellman, who was actually Mona on – who's the boss, and also Jessica on Soap. She was there for, like, the last... Because uh, she, she actually owned the Breakers. She hired Hayden to run and to coach the team. Yeah. So, she came in... Or, so, she was there for, like, seasons eight and nine. I really liked the show, and it's a show that... Uh, it was a good show. Yeah, it was. It was very funny. I, you might actually still be able to find it in syndication. I think it's on that MeTV, like, sometime during the weekend. I mean, it's probably a, everything's on streaming nowadays. Yeah, it's more than likely on... Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if it's on Hulu or something like that. It's probably on something. So where are we putting it? Exceptional. Okay. What do you got? All right, so this one is one of my all-time favorites. Uh, we did a show on it a couple months ago. Mash. Mash? Yeah. That's a good one. I absolutely love this show. Ever since I was a little kid, even though it was, by the time I became a little kid, it was long gone. But I used to watch it a lot with Dad and Papa, uh, mainly because one reminded me of Colonel Blake. Uh, the other one reminded me of Colonel Potter. So I, I've always enjoyed the show. I thought it was hilarious. I, I really liked Eldon Alda's character, the Hawkeye. Yeah. Uh, gold. Yeah, pretty much. For sure. 11, 11 years. 
and also the finale, which was actually a movie. It was like the most viewed episode of TV for a while, right? Yep. Probably still to this day. And by the way, uh, it just hit the, well, actually, it's going to hit the 50th anniversary of the start. Really? Yeah, this year it's the 50th anniversary. Uh, and then next year will be the fifth, uh, the 50th anniversary, or no, next year will be the 40th anniversary of when it ended. Because it started in 72 and ended in 83. So, yeah, gold. 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 All right. Uh, yes, dear. What can I do for you? Oh, I uh, right saying the, the show. show. Yes, dear. Uh, Good one. To be honest, I, I like this show, but I don't know if I would say exceptional. I would probably just say good. Oh. Well, fuck myself. I mean, I liked it. I thought it was a funny show. It, it was a really funny show. It, it was. And to be honest with you, because it started in 2000, and that's when I think a lot of the shows really started to, you know, kind of dwindle down or the popularity of them. Yeah. But, like, like you still, especially on CBS, you still had Raymond, you still had Becker, mm-hmm. you still had King of Queens. Uh, then, of course, you add this, and then uh, there was a couple other shows that were still uh, running strong, too. I can't remember them off the top of my head. But, uh, but like, as long as you had, like, Raymond and uh, Raymond and King of Queens and... And Becker, which, by the way, Raymond and Becker were on Monday nights, which is where they put Yes, Dear for, like, the first few years. Yeah. All right. And Monday nights for CBS was, like, that that was where you wanted to be. Yeah. Uh, and, like, if you're going to be the 8 o'clock lead-in for – especially for Everybody Loves Raymond – then you know you're you're in a really good spot. Yeah. But Anthony Clark, uh, who played the title role, who played the role of Greg Warner, just irritated the fucking shit out of me because he was such a he was such a preppy prick. Yeah, but I like the uh, brother-in-law. Oh no, the brother-in-law was fucking hilarious. I'll never forget the first episode where the the little son, Sammy, learned how to walk. But unfortunately, he learned how to walk in the casino. <laughs> and so, like, they actually had to alter the, t- the tape to make it look like he was walking, like, somewhere else. Because Kim, the wife, wanted to see him take his first steps. Okay. So they altered the tape. But what they what Jimmy accidentally did was he actually altered it to where like one of the places it looked like he was walking was he was walking on water. Oh. So that's when Kim figured out it wasn't real. That's funny. I think I remember that episode. There was an episode too where the brother-in-law got into Big Brother. Yeah. And we were um, talking about that, remember? Yeah. Yeah. What's his name? The preppy guy. Greg. Greg. 
was trying to, I don't know, he was upset that he was in there and that he basically got him evicted by trying to get over the fence. What what happened was Greg thought that they were trying to backstab Jimmy. Okay. Uh, And I I think it was, what season was Marcellus in? Marcellus' first season. Three. All right, so that's when... That's when this was, because Marcellus was in there, or was on the show. Uh, so, and I forgot who else was. I forgot who else was there. Right. But uh, yeah, no, Greg, like you said, he tried to jump the fence, and uh, Jimmy ended up getting evicted because Greg's a fucking moron. But uh, yeah, I thought that show was really funny. Oh, and. Uh, the man who would eventually play Mr. Mosby and uh, the Sweet Life, he was on the show. Oh my gosh! Yeah, he joined like he, a couple of seasons in. He was one of uh, Jimmy's uh, security guard buddies. Really? Yeah. That's awesome. Him and Billy Gardell. Mr. Mosby. Yeah. That's awesome. All right. Next up, I. Uh, Already mentioned it, but uh, we'll mention it again. King of Queens. Ooh. I never really got into this show, like, watching it on a constant basis, but occasionally, like, I'll watch, like, uh, reruns and stuff. Yeah. Kevin James is extremely stupid, but he's funny. Yeah. And, uh... Leah Remini's actually pretty funny herself. She's funny on that show. Yeah. You know on that last episode, they almost got divorced? Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, Doug said he didn't want to be, or Doug, which was the character's name, uh, said he didn't want to be married to Carrie anymore. Even though they were getting ready to adopt a child. <laughs> hmm. And then, but they ended up getting back together. They adopted a child and then as soon as they adopted the child, Carrie took a pregnancy test and found out she was pregnant. That's usually how it goes. I was just going to say, that's the ending of, like, that was the ending of Mike and Molly. Oh, was it? Yeah. They adopted uh, They adopted the baby, and uh, then Molly let everybody know. It's like, oh, yeah, by the way, I'm pregnant. And the one thing that uh, Mike, you know, Billy Gardell's character, said the first thing out of his mouth was, oh, my God, I got to put in another car seat. That's awesome. So, uh, thoughts on King of Queens? I thought it was an okay show. I enjoyed it. Uh, I'd probably just go good. Yeah, I'd say the same thing. I think it was one of Kevin James' best works, but I'm also not a huge fan of him. No, me neither. I mean, again, it was another it was another nine year run, I think. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, again, I wasn't necessarily a huge fan of it. I mean, I will occasionally catch it in reruns because you can find it on. Uh, it's on TV Land. It's on TBS. Oh, it seems like it's always on. Yeah. Uh, I think it's even on Paramount. Is it? Yeah, the streaming service and the channel. Oh. Because uh, it was even on, uh, like, it was even on, uh, before Paramount became Spike TV. I'm pretty sure it was on Spike TV. 
which I said Spike TV to somebody at work the other day, and they told me I'm fucking old. <laughs> if I remember it as Spike TV. And I'm like, I looked at him and I said, dude, I remember it as the new TNN. That's how far back I'll fucking go. You are old. Hey. <laughs> All right, what do you got? Uh, a sitcom. Okay. <laughs> the Good Place. Oh, old. There's no reason why it's not gold. You had Ted Danson, who I think is one of the greatest sitcom actors of all time. Yes. You had Kristen Bell, who's actually... I don't even think she tries to be funny. She was hilarious. She was fucking amazing in that, as a, like a piece. <laughs> she, she, she was good. She was really good. I, I like her character, and she kind of had the best arc. Because uh, she kind of learned that she was a good person in the end. Yep. So... It was a nice little show. It didn't last too long. It didn't outstay its welcome. It had like a cohesive story. It was good. And I cried like a baby in that last episode. I know. Even when you rewatched it. Yep. No. Uh, but uh, no, like it, it's funny with that show. Like I said, you know, Ted Danson is probably one of the yep. best sitcom actors ever. And again with. Kristen Bell, sometimes I don't even think she tries to be funny, but she just she just is. And it was just such a well-written, right down to, like, they can't swear in the good place. Yeah. So course, yeah. all the, the things they put in place rather than a swear word. Of course, the first thing you think of is fork you instead of, you know. But there was just and shirt balls instead of shit balls. And it was just so... Right. Uh, 
But Sherman Helmsley is just, he is an angry little man. He is an angry little man who is fucking hilarious even when he is cutting people to the bone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When he is cutting you deep, like, you're still laughing at him even though he is pretty much castrating you. Yeah. And uh, Wheezy, you know, Louise, she was she was hilarious. Yeah. Because she would always let George know that he was an idiot. And one of the more underrated characters on the show was the housekeeper. Oh, she was hilarious. I can't, I, I think her name was Florence or something. Yeah. She was, because she had no problem telling George and, you know, so many words to go fuck himself. Yeah. So I would say exceptional. Because, uh, the this old, is a spinoff of something else, right? It's a spinoff of All in the Family. Yeah. Uh, so for 10 seasons for a spinoff and how big as it was, and also, like, how huge it probably was for the culture back then. And it's not another white family just all together with a black butler or something like that. It's a, you know, so it's more experiences for uh, other demographics, which is awesome. And for back then, it it wasn't always a thing. And you had, I mean, you did have your uh, shows like that, but uh, the Jeffersons was a big deal. I go exceptional. I uh, I would too. Now the funny thing is, is that the show it was the spinoff of All in the Family had so many spinoffs. All in the Family had the Jeffersons, Maud, uh, Gloria, and Archie Bunker's place. Yeah. By the way, the Jeffersons was actually the longest running would of all the spinoffs. Would you say it's the most successful? Yeah. Do you think it beat Archie Bunker's place? I think so because Archie Bunker's place only had four uh, had only had uh, a four year run, but again, you know, at the beginning of the second season, Edith was done. You know, she wanted nothing to do with it anymore, so they killed her I was off. Say, didn't she die? Well, the character did. Yeah. Uh, Rob Reiner was starting to make movies, so he wanted nothing to do with it anymore. He started becoming a director. Right. Uh. Uh, Sally Struthers, who played Gloria, wanted her own show, which bombed, by the way. Really? Uh, and um, Archie, or but yeah, no, Archie had, or, or uh, the Jeffersons had the longest run, and again, like they weren't necessarily, you didn't necessarily get like a an actual ending with them. But 10 years still isn't a bad run. That's a phenomenal run. Yeah. Yeah. Exceptional. Uh, definitely exceptional. All right. Uh, next up, I'm going to go with... I'm going to go with the Dairy Girls. Oh. <laughs> Doug doesn't know this one that much, but... Gold. The only thing I really know about them is they're uh, on that British Bake Off. Yeah. Uh, yeah. When uh, the one uh, 
host said to him, he says, girls, you know this is a baking competition, right? And the one girl goes, what? The principal. Yeah. Sister Michael. I'm going to go exceptional for, for the Dairy Girls. Because uh, it, it is amazing, and it's a really good show. But uh, I don't know if it's has the, I mean, it's got the legacy in Ireland. There's like murals about them and stuff. Right. Well, okay, I'll, I'll bring it down to exceptional. I, uh, I, it's a great show. I don't know if it's quite the creme de la creme, but I, I've, I watched it a couple times, and I can't wait for season three to finally come on Netflix. So, uh, exceptional. I know you haven't really seen much of it. I would agree. It's hilarious. It's amazing. Yeah. The girls are just funny as fuck. All right, who do you got? Michelle. Michelle. Let's go from the Dairy Girls to the Golden Girls. I think you'd have to go gold, right? Yeah, I think you do. I think so, not just because they're gold in, but these four four ladies were some of the funniest fucking women I, I, I had ever seen on a television screen. Yep. You had uh, Sophia, who was the feisty older lady. Uh, you had Blanche, who, you know, she, uh, she could fancy no a gentleman brigade. Uh, <sighs> she's, you know, she tried to be the world's oldest fucking hooker. Uh, she liked her men. Which, to be honest with you, there's nothing wrong with that. And to be honest with you, Rue McClanahan, like, at that period in time, even though she was older, she was still very, very attractive. Yeah, she was a good-looking woman. Yeah. So, uh, and then you had Dorothy, played by B. Arthur, who uh, was Maud, actually, on All in the Family, by the way. Right. She also had her own sitcom, Maud, Yeah, of All in the Family. And that had a six-year run, and this was way before the Golden Girls. Golden Girls came out in 85. Right. Maud had a run from 72 to 78. So she had already had success. Right. On a, you know, situation comedy. And, uh, but you had Dorothy, who was the more level-headed one, but had, like, awesome sarcasm, just like her mother. Right. And by the way, B. Arthur was actually older than Estelle Getty. Really? Yeah. By like a year, I think. Uh, and then there was Betty White, the national treasure herself. Yeah, R.I.P. Uh, she was adorable in that show. As Rose, she was such a dimwit. Yeah. But God love her. Yeah. She was just. She was good in anything she did. Yeah. Well, she was in Mary Tyler Moore shows. She was in a lot of different shows. Yeah. And and like I said, she's a national treasure. Uh, and I, I remember being heartbroken when I found out she died. Because she died like on New Year's Eve last year, right? right? Uh, Ready for my pick? Yeah. Well, I, we're going gold with the with the ladies, right? Yes. yes. Okay. Uh, Green Acres. Is the place to be. Sorry. Here's here's my story on Green Acres. So back when I was uh, a preteen. Preteen, Dutchie. So I think you were still in mom's tummy. Oh, nice. Uh, Swimming around? Yeah. 
I think this was 97, so she was probably about six months pregnant with you. Oh, cool. Uh, sure. So she, so anyway, so Nick at Night had like themes, theme nights for the summer. So like you had uh, Monster Mondays or uh, like whatever Tuesday were or whatever. But anyway, Monsters was on Monday. Or no, no, not Monster. It was the Monkeys. And that's what I always, because I like to watch the, the Nick at night, mainly because Nickelodeon wasn't that far away from TNT and USA, and I could flip back and forth to wrestling without dad knowing. Right. Uh, so, um, anyway, so, like, halfway through the summer, because the Monkees was only, was only on for two seasons. So, at one point, they ran through all the episodes. So they decided instead of just going through doing the whole thing over again, they decide they decided to uh, replace it with green acres. And I remember not being happy about it, but I remember actually watching the show and being like, all right, this isn't half bad. I missed the monkeys, but this isn't half bad. So where are we putting it? I would say good. Okay. Can I just start rattling them off since we're getting towards the end here? Yeah. All right. The Dick Van Dyke Show. Uh, good. Give me a few sentences about each one at least. Okay. It's kind of a speed round, but I also want to still. Right. Dick Van Dyke is probably one of the originals. Uh, and... So, like, being one of the originals and I, I think having, like, a five-year run. Yeah. Uh, Green Acres is good? Yes. And Dick Van Dyke is good? Yes. So, having, uh, like, being one of the originals, I think, like, it earns, you know, that that particular show respect. Now, did you mess with any of these really old ones, or...? You want to know which ones I re- uh, the, which ones from the sixties I really messed with? What? There's three of them. What are they? The Munsters, the Monkeys, and Gilligan's Island. Okay. And well, actually, I'll throw a fourth one in there. I really like Bewitch. Bewitched. Yeah. You weren't a Hogan's Heroes type of guy. Not Dad was. Uh, I I never got the appeal of Hogan's Heroes, but so it, where are you putting them? This is mostly your list anyway. This is your show. Uh, I'll just say okay, and I'm sorry, Pop, but I'm just going to say okay. Right. If, he, if he's listening to the show right now, I'm out of the will and you're in. Nice. Sharon's probably in, too. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I don't know about that. Uh, the Rifleman. That wasn't really a comedy, was it? I'd say it is. I mean, it's more of a western. We can skip it. I'll okay. go fuck myself. It was a good show, though. Did you like it? Yes, I did like it. I know Papa did. He had good taste. All right. How I Met Your Mother. Exceptional, I, I would think. Uh, just having... Like that premise, and then like, and that series finale, I remember kind of being glued to that because I wanted to know like, 
But then when it turned out to be more, you know, how I met how I met Aunt Robin, it's just like, all right, it's kind of disappointing. Even though I think Kobe Smolders uh, did a really good job as the character of Robin, right? And Neil Patrick hilarious, hilarious. (laughs) Oh my god, Neil Patrick hilarious. Yeah, he was good. Yeah. All right, a Disney show, Wizards of Waverly Place. For a Disney show, it was good. Yeah, I think it was good. I mean, I, I'll admit, uh, I kind of had, and uh, I mean, I could say this now because she is of age. How old were you when this show was going on before you say anything? Twenty-one. Okay. I think uh, when it started. Uh, yeah. Hold off. Okay. <laughs> but Selena Gomez is a very attractive young. She's lady. very attractive now. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You ready? Yeah. Gilligan's Island. Oh God, one of my one of my favorites. And only won three seasons. Yeah. Which, oh, which I guess would almost make it not necessarily good. Wasn't it a huge show though? It, it was huge. It was huge. It had a bunch of its own movies. But really, how often can, I mean, every episode they were about to be rescued from the island. I mean, you can really only do that so many times. Yeah. yeah. You got a point. Yeah. So, like, I, I think three years was long enough, but it was a huge rating success. I mean, I think it was actually one of the first shows that CBS ever had. Oh, shit. So, I'm I'm going to say, I'm going to say gold. But then again, you know. gold in it? Yeah. Because I absolutely, you know, adore that show. Okay. What about the Brady Bunch? Where are you putting Brady? I mean, I would say exceptional. I mean, I always found them annoying, but... <laughs> uh, what's with the family band? Ah. Uh... Partridge Family. <laughs> oh God, I hated them. Really? Yeah. I used to like that show. I. I they <laughs> they were the Brady Bunch as a fucking band. Yeah, what's wrong with that? Lots of things. That uh, was a big show too, wasn't it? Oh, it's it huge. For you know, for that period of time, I can't remember if they were sixties or seventies. I mean, the only, to me, the only really negative thing that came from that show is Danny Bonaducci. Oh, Danny Bonaducci's back? <laughs> yeah. But she's still alive. Yeah. Uh, David Partridge is, uh, David Cassidy's dead, but. Yeah. So where are you putting it? Honest thoughts. Honest? Yeah. Oh, God, I hated that fucking show. So Trash? I put it. I would put it in garbage, and you can send your cards and letters. Of. Uh, Do you disagree, sure? What did he put it at? Garbage. I put it at garbage. Yeah, I do disagree with that. You think that's a stupid opinion? I don't know if I would say <laughs> stupid, but I wouldn't agree with it. I don't think it was garbage. I thought it was a good show. 
<laughs> then again, you have to forget, <laughs> I've actually seen these things when they first came out. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's so like, yeah. I mean, me, I thought reruns. I didn't really understand it. If anybody has a problem with what I just said, send your cards and letters. Orchard Park, New York. Uh, actually, no, I can't give out dad's address because yeah. he'll kill me. Uh, uh, yeah, I you remember watching a lot of these. On, yes, I do. On like uh, the the big boulder. Yes. <laughs> with the dinosaurs. And, Having to get up to change the channel. There were no clickers. No clickers. There's no remote, damn it. All right. Let's talk about Shit's Creek. Fucking hilarious. It's either exceptional or gold. I would almost say gold because I think that, to be honest with you, I think Eugene Levy himself is gold. Yes. I love him. And his son's really good. Well, his son is, uh, it's played David, but his name is Daniel, right? Yeah. Right. I I like them both. Not, yeah, Eugene Levy, and anything he's in, it, it doesn't matter. Uh, there was a, He was actually in another show that I wish would have taken off, but I think it only lasted like a season, maybe two, Hiller and Diller, which was uh, Kevin Nealon and Richard Lewis. And Eugene Levy was her boss. Really? I thought it was hilarious, but apparently ABC thought it sucked. So they cut it after several episodes. Huh. Which is actually, like, I I thought it was disappointing because it it would actually come on after the Drew Carey show on Wednesday nights. And I actually thought that Wednesday nights was a good lineup. Right. The Drew Carey show. That's what we're going with next? Yeah. I would say uh, started off exceptional, mm-hmm. ended at good. So where do you want to put it? Uh, we'll, put, we'll put it at good. Okay. But again, I also have a soft spot for that show because right. it's another one I used to watch with Dad. Aww. He's getting a lot of airtime tonight. I was almost stupid enough to give out his address so people can go after him for me not liking Barton's family. All right. Sad thing is, I think he'll actually agree with me about not liking the Partridge family. Well, I think it's a stupid opinion. I'm just kidding. I don't have too much love. I used to like it as a kid. All right, last one. We'll do a part two at some point. Okay. You ready? Yeah. You super ready? Yeah. Are you ultra ready? Yes. So, for only having a four-year run, I actually thought that that show was pretty was pretty hilarious. Where would you put it? I'll put it as exceptional. Because it broke down it broke down a lot of barriers. Yeah. Billy Crystal it introduced him, and also a gay character. Well, I'm sure they yeah. were there before, but yeah. Now, it was actually funny, like, what, because uh, also, too, there was people on there that were uh, of Jewish descent, and it was actually funny what they would usually call uh, Billy Crystal, or, like, Billy Crystal's type of human being, but I can't say it on air. What they call him? You actually want me to say it? No, don't. Yeah. It ain't good. No, don't. 
Don't yeah. say it. Uh, but, uh, yeah, Billy Crystal was good in that show. He was awesome in that so show. Was Richard Mulligan. Richard Mulligan was awesome in that show. I love Catherine Hellman. I also, I do like the other dad, too. I know he was supposed to be a dick. Oh, uh, Chester? It, yeah, he played it really well. And yeah. his wife was a good dingbat. Yeah, she was... She went from playing a dingbat on a on a show to on Who's the Boss playing another you know seductive uh, you know older lady. Yeah, and I like how she her ghost came in Benson. Do you yeah. remember that? Yeah, and she's like, "It's everything's okay, Benson," or some shit like that. Yeah, Benson was a really good character because she too. was dead, right? Yeah, uh, the last. Uh, the last episode, I think, was her dying. It's crazy. That was a good show. Yeah. I really liked it. I have to be honest, I was never a fan. Teach the wrong. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, Just like I couldn't stand Seinfeld. Oh, I fucking hate Seinfeld. Oh, God, no, that would have... If we do that in a park... Yeah, just do it now. And I just hate... Jerry Seinfeld is a person. You know who? He just seems like a dick. Yeah. And I've seen a bunch of videos of people trying to, like, go up to him and fans, and he's just so fucking douche. Which I don't blame him, but I do, too. I mean, he's probably a good guy. I don't know. I shouldn't judge him, but (laughs) I think he's an ass. I've never liked Jason Alexander. Even though technically I look a lot like him. You do look a lot like him. And Kramer was pretty cool. He was pretty cool. I mean, he's a... Dirtbag is a human being. Yeah. But, uh, no, he, uh, but yeah, no, I'd definitely put that show in trash. All right. With that being said, you got uh, anything else, sir? No, we'll do a part two at some point, probably soon, since I'm, you know, at the head of the unscripted unlimited table here. Yeah. Gonna find your co host soon. Yeah, I was <laughs> like, I tried to give you the night off, and nobody else wanted to do the fucking show. Uh, all right, listen to Boxman at Smart, the wrestling outlet. Uh, now on YouTube, Wednesday nights, ten fifteen, ten twenty ish Eastern time. Then listen to them Sundays, nine thirty p.m. Eastern time for the Hollywood Hangout. Uh, also on YouTube, listen to us, six thirty p.m. Eastern time every Friday night. For the Unscripted Wrestling Podcast, this upcoming Friday night, and the poll will be going up on Facebook.com slash group slash Old School Wrestling. Hopefully tomorrow, well, it should be going up tomorrow. I'll probably work on it a little bit tonight. But this upcoming Friday night, we're going to be doing the top 10 moments and matches of the Big Boss Man. So oh, yeah. We're doing that. Uh, next Saturday, of course, Saturdays, you find it 7 p.m. Eastern time here on blogtalkradio.com slash everything unscripted for Unscripted Unlimited. And next week, we're going to do a uh, Big Brother, uh, a Big Brother themed episode because it'll be the night before the finale. You want a tier list of seasons? Yes. Okay. So that's what we're going to do. Uh, so listen to that tomorrow, 3 p.m. Eastern time. Daniel and Mindy for the Stabcast. Yes. Uh, any idea what you guys are doing yet? No. Okay. Isn't this a butterfly effect? Yes. All right. Apparently Sharon books their uh, books right, what they're doing right. for the show. Yeah. Uh, 
Monday, 7 p.m. Eastern Time, Daniel and Bobby for the web cave. Sharon, what are they doing? I don't know on that one. <laughs> We're talking about superheroes. All right. And then NFL Hard <laughs> NFL Hard Hits is on hi- hiatus for a couple weeks because Eric is going to be on a cruise. Uh, so he'll be nude sunbathing every day for the next two weeks. Uh, I'll make sure to send you your pictures. He better. Uh all right. Yeah, that pretty much covers it. I'm ready. All right, yeah. <laughs> Have a good night. All right. Bye. Later. Bye.